Hello Bitcoiners, my name is Dan. Welcome to the Just Learn Bitcoin podcast, the podcast where you learn about Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, and much more. Before we begin, I would like to give a shout out to our sponsors, btcbracelets.com. They offer affordable beaded Bitcoin bracelets, look fashionable without breaking the bank, they accept payment in Bitcoin as well as that filthy fiat. For a limited time, use the code JLB20 and get 20% off on anything in the shop. Check them out at btcbracelets.com. And let's begin with the Bitcoin news. So guys, as I had mentioned uh, uh, the previous episode, I don't think it, the virus had anything to do with the, with the price of Bitcoin dumping, right? I had mentioned that it was probably a whale and... Um, Coin Mark, uh, Coin Telegraph. I don't really use Coin Telegraph because uh, or CoinDesk because uh, they have a lot of clickbaity articles and they're, you know, they, sometimes they mislead people in my opinion. But anyway, um, they had an article about a guy that recently discovered an old Bitcoin stash he had since 2010, and uh, he wanted to sell it. So he made a post to. Uh, bitcointalk.org and he asked for help you know to recover the the bitcoin he found the dot dat file the dat file that you know the old bitcoin qts i think they still have them um need it's basically before you know there were like bip 39 seed words and stuff so he found it he he got a hold of his Bitcoin stash. It was a thousand Bitcoin. A thousand Bitcoin. And, um, you know, um, he sold it. He sold it along with every other fork that had ever been created. Possibly an airdrop too, you know. Um, from what I understand, he ended up selling everything. He ended up with a payday of $9,500,000. Um, maybe he, he freaked out because of the coronavirus thing maybe he just needed money in my opinion he should have held the bitcoin that's that's just my opinion i don't know what you guys think but i think he should have held the bitcoin because the price of bitcoin you know the stock to flow model um shows that it is very possible that bitcoin ends up going to a hundred thousand dollars per bitcoin one day uh, regardless right this guy dumped the Bitcoin. Maybe he didn't know anything. Maybe he didn't know about the stock to flow chart. And um, he he just needed a Bitcoin or he needed the money, you know, I should say. He needed the fiat. He needed that government paper. He probably freaked out, you know. And thanks to him, we all got to buy cheap Bitcoin. Like very cheap. Because four of five six thousand dollar bitcoin it's still very cheap in my opinion it's still very cheap you know compared to what it could be would you rather buy bitcoin at 6k would you rather buy bitcoin at 4k would you rather buy bitcoin at 5k or would you rather buy bitcoin at 100k when everybody's going in that's when you should get out i think you know well that goes for any asset like you know for bitcoin i would never get out you know but um in the traditional markets, right? When everybody's going in, that's when you should get the hell out. Do the opposite. Regardless, thanks to this guy, we all bought, got to buy some cheap Bitcoin. I'll be back in a bit. And uh, yeah, I'm going to cut into a break. I'll be back. Do you want to learn to day trade, but you don't know where to begin? 
Check out JustLearnBitcoin.com. JustLearnBitcoin.com offers a trading course taught by professional CBOE and NYSE trader Eric Crown. As a special offer, use the code JLB10 and take 10% off on your purchase. And I want to give a shout out to Eugene Forrest from Bitcoin and Coffee. Eugene, I think your rooster is uh, sending me messages because, you know, um, I hear a rooster, you know, doing, you know, his thing. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. There's an article that's saying that the price of Bitcoin lately has been correlated to the stock market and it mentions that some people choose to ignore it the article mentions you know this is the the opinion of the um the writer of the author saying that the price of bitcoin has never been more correlated to the stock market than it is at this point in time and and then he goes to mention that some people choose to ignore it and then he quotes uh shows a tweet rather of anthony pompliano saying not to listen to the correlation because bitcoin is an uncorrelated asset bitcoin has historically been an uncorrelated asset that the fact that it's sort of being correlated right now to the stock market i think it's just coincidence or it could be volatility going down you know i mean it's still at 5100 dollars it's five thousand hundred dollars per bitcoin right now i think doesn't really matter who cares and it, it's not i mean in my opinion you know this is just a, a little bleep in the radar and it, it could go uh uncorrelated again pretty soon i don't know what you guys think as i was saying when everybody's going into an asset that's when you should get out but i would never get out of bitcoin because it's the future and recently i've been hearing a lot more people in mexico right talking about bitcoin my family still doesn't get it my family still you know says bitcoin you don't need the bitcoin you need the money right like no you don't need the money no and and then they want to go on vacation with my not money they're saying you know that i should take out you know that i should at least sell a couple of my bitcoin no i'm not gonna sell my bitcoin guys i'm not gonna sell my bitcoin i'm not dumb i am not dumb i've been telling them since i got into bitcoin i've been telling since 2011 why bitcoin is the best thing ever and they don't get it they don't they don't get it or they get it they choose to ignore it and they don't want to say oh shit you were right i don't know i don't know somebody did tell me you know my family my cousin did tell me oh shit you were right that happened in 2017 when Bitcoin went from $3,000 to $5,000. And around that time, he uh, pulls me over. He's like, hey, hey, Dan, we need to talk, dude. And uh, I said, sure, man, what, what, what's up? He's like, oh, yeah, let's go to the store. He didn't want his wife. He didn't want his wife to uh, listen to the conversation. He basically asked me, how do you buy Bitcoin? Well, dude, um, there's this thing. It's called Bitso. You connect it to your bank. You send them your... Um, information uh, an id your uh, cell phone number a a utility bill if you want to purchase you know million pesos or more and and then you connect it to to your bank account you send them the funds they'll get it right away you click buy bitcoin and then you send it to a wallet that's how you do it and then he asked me is ethereum a good investment too basically because it was cheaper at the time i said no dude you need the real thing 
the real thing is not ethereum the real thing is bitcoin bitcoin's uh daddy bitcoin and i was like oh, oh yeah uh, he said he was gonna buy and he never did that's okay that's okay that's okay that it's his money anyway right it's okay doesn't matter to me it doesn't matter but i mean my uncle was like oh yeah and the idiot that buys bitcoin yeah the idiot just became a millionaire when the idiot when when you're the idiot in the family buying bitcoin and it's cheap and when i say cheap it's about a hundred bucks or about thirty dollars or whatever it is and you're the idiot buying bitcoin you know to them you're the idiot you're not that's what i want to tell you guys you're not if you're buying bitcoin at a hundred bucks you're not an idiot if you're buying bitcoin right now you're not an idiot let them wait when bitcoin you know for when bitcoin is fifty thousand dollars at twenty thousand dollars a hundred thousand dollars maybe maybe even five hundred thousand we don't know how how high bitcoin will go in the future right that's the thing but if it does go that high will they think of you as an idiot you know then no i don't think so they're gonna tell you shit i should have listened to you i should have bought when you were telling me to buy i should have done that i've been in the position of the idiot am i an idiot now no so basically um what my family says is that I need to sell some Bitcoin so they can see, you know, the, the paper money, the filthy fiat, and then they'll believe me, right? They think it's a scam. It's not a scam. You know it's not a scam. I know it's not a scam. You know I can make those Bitcoin liquid anytime I want. I don't want to liquidate any of my Bitcoin. I don't want, I don't want paper money. I don't want filthy money, right? I want Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a way better money. You can take it easily anywhere you want. I, ha I have a system, right, where I have my Bitcoin inside a song. And when I say that, I mean inside the audio file. I have an MP3. Sounds just like a regular MP3, but it's hiding my seed words in there, right? So whenever I go on vacation and I can only take $10,000 worth of uh, fiat, right, I have my Bitcoin wallet in there. I know which song it is, and I know what I need to do to recover it. You know, to recover my, my seed words and, and use my Bitcoin. I'm not going to take them in my head, right? I'm not going to take them in my head because I could mess it up somehow, right? But if I take them in a song and I know what song it is, I can just, uh, I can just recover my Bitcoin. It's, it's kind of complicated, you know, if you don't know what you're doing. It's kind of complicated, but it's really easy. It's really simple. You know how they say, they say things are, you know, hidden in plain sight. Well, my, my Bitcoin seed is hidden in plain sight inside a audio file. So it sounds just like a regular song. It, it, I mean, you can listen to it. Yeah, I, I do that. Anyway, um, moving on. The former CEO of uh, Mount Gox asked the judge to dismiss one of the lawsuits that he has left you know from from you know that you know what happened to Mount Gox right so he asked the judge to dismiss it so will he do it I I don't know let's find out do you want to look fashionable without breaking the bank Visit btcbracelets.com. They offer affordable beaded Bitcoin bracelets. You can look fashionable without breaking the bank. Use the code JLB20 and take 20% off on anything in the shop. And we're back and it says, Mark Carpellis, the disgraced former CEO 
of Mount Gox has called on a U.S. District Court to dismiss the last remaining fraud charge against him, asserting that the plaintiff has changed the facts underlying his claim. This is the latest move in the long legal battle over the mismanagement and failure of Bitcoin's first major exchange. Two of the three Mt. Gox charges have already been dropped, and this is the last one. Gregory Green, a former Mt. Gox customer, is the last remaining plaintiff in the case that dates back to 2014 charging Carpellis with three counts of negligence and fraud. Two of these counts have already been dismissed as I mentioned. Last August, Carpellis lost a bid to have the entire case dismissed, claiming that as a French citizen, the US court did not have any jurisdiction over him. This is where the guy is an idiot, right? Who cares? Look at Fektoshi. He's not even a US citizen. And, you know, he's involved in legal battles in the U.S. and in the U.K. So, that doesn't matter. If, you, if you're a criminal, let, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. What this guy is claiming, it's basically that just because he's not a U.S. citizen, the, the legal system doesn't have, well, the U.S. legal system, I should say, they don't have any uh, jurisdiction over him. That means, in layman's terms, that would mean that just because El Chapo is not a U.S. citizen, the U.S. legal system shouldn't do anything to him. I mean, come on. There's a lot of Mexican citizens in the U.S. and, and they're in jail. And when I say Mexican citizens, I mean like El Chapo. Well, actually, there was this one guy that, U.S. citizen. He, uh, he did work for the Mexican cartels and... He is in prison, so so I mean that doesn't mean anything. Just because you're a US, you you're not a U.S. citizen doesn't mean that if you commit some sort of um, illicit activity, that they they can do anything to you. That's that's just dumb. Doesn't make any sense. In January, he refused to provide documents requested by the court on the operation of the exchange. Carpellis' latest move is to accuse Green of changing the basis of the fraud charge, which is prohibited by court. According to Carpellis, Green claims to have been misled about the reliability of the exchange, yet the terms of the website support this claim were not in place when Green became a customer. Also, Green failed to bring up these terms in his earlier complaint. Carpellis has largely avoided consequences. At its peak, Mount Cox was responsible for 70% of the Bitcoin exchange market. Its failure in 2014 resulted in a loss of 850,000 Bitcoin, which was 7% uh, of the entire supply at the time. At the center of the scandal was the fact that the exchange failed to inform customers that much of its holdings had been stolen over the course of several months. A Japanese court convicted Corpellis of uh, record tampering and sentenced him to four years sus suspended sentence. However, it cleared him of an embezzlement charge that would have meant certain jail time. Corpellis has always maintained his innocence, yet there's no question that he deliberately obfuscated the fact that the user funds have gone missing. It's n it now appears Corpellis's legal troubles are winding down when he never saw significant jail time for his crimes 
and he purportedly still personally holds a large number of bitcoins for the victims the present trustee charged with uh, redistributing the remaining bitcoin has offered a thousand three hundred dollars per bitcoin lost at the time of the hack what that basically means is that they're not gonna get you know whatever the the bitcoin are worth today they're gonna get you know what they were worth back in 2014 per bitcoin that that's kind of like a that's kind of like a punch in the face because you you know that makes me wonder like what if i had my bitcoin at mount cox at the time i, I mean i had a little bit of satoshi nothing significant but i i even though i i didn't have anything significant i still had a, a, a postcard sent to me from from japan and i i have it somewhere if i haven't thrown it out I have it somewhere. I mean, I wasn't going to complain over maybe like whatever Satoshi I had there at the time, like a thousand. I wasn't going to complain over a thousand heads. This has been today's podcast. Thank you for listening. Make sure to follow us on Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcast, and pretty soon on iTunes. Make sure to visit our float.app account where you can support the podcast if you would like to. And pick up a Trezor. Links in the description if you would like to learn to trade. Uh, the link will be in the description as well. Have a great Bitcoin day. Dan over and out.